Welcome to On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction. I'm your facilitator, Mr. Speaker, and it's truly a pleasure to be here in the studio once again with the man, the myth, and the legend, Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. And he's going to talk to us about the beautiful body of Christ on today. Bishop, Bishop, how you doing? Looking good as always. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, how are you, sir? Hope all is well with you on today. All is well. All is well. A little cold these past few days, but I can deal with it. I can deal with it. It's warm enough yeah. here in Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we are going to warm the hearts of our people on today. We are going to 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verses 12 through 31, because we will talk about the beautiful body of Christ on today and how we all together work um, for Christ uh, within the body to bring about a change and secure lessons uh, for not only us, but for future generations to come. So, Mr. Speaker, let's have a word of prayer, and then we go directly into the word. Father, thank you again for this day. Now, Father, I ask that you would allow this podcast as it goes to people everywhere to give them a word of inspiration, a word of encouragement, but most importantly, that it would touch the lives of the listener. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen, Bishop. Well, Mr. Speaker, the body of Christ is a group of diverse people. That's it. And all of us have different styles. We have different ways of ministering to people. We have different ways of reaching people. But we are all made equal by what I call the baptism in the spirit of God. And we're also made equal because we are gifted by God with different gifts. But there are a few things that I want to share with you on this morning when we talk about the beautiful body of Christ from 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, beginning at verse 12. First and foremost, we need everyone to understand. And, and, and check this out, audience. I, I want you to see this. I want you to grasp this on today. We need each other. I don't care how important you think you are, how accomplished you might have been in your life. We need each other. The janitor needs the CEO of the corporation. The CEO of the corporation needs the janitor. I'm here to tell you that we need each other. Beginning with 1 Corinthians 12, and if you look at that uh, 13th verse, it talks about for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. Verse 14 tells us, for the body is not one member, but many. And it goes on to talk about the foot and the eye and the ear, and that each one of them cannot say one thing and uh, and focus on something else instead of focusing upon another member. So it's very important for us to understand that just because you're not the hand, it doesn't mean that you're not as important 
as the brain. Just because you're not the head doesn't mean that you're not as important as the toe. And, and you can read that in your spare time. But I want you to know uh, that all of us have a way and a function within the body of Christ. Let me read a portion of that. Verse 15, 1 Corinthians 12, 15, it says this, if the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? Verse 16, and if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? Verse 17, if the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now have God sent members, every one of them in the body as it have pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are there many members yet but one body? We need each other. I need you to survive, Mr. Speaker. I need uh, those people that are listening to this podcast to survive because somebody can encourage me and I can encourage somebody else. All right. So most importantly, uh, uh, one of the first points is we need each other. Then the second point comes from 1 Corinthians 12, verses 21 through 26. And I want to tell you that the least important gifts, and I, I want you to understand this to me, the gifts that we think are least important are really the most honored. Uh, let's look at 12, chapter 12, 1 Corinthians 21 through 26. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. In other words, there should be no schism in the body. There should be no problems, no issues. Uh, if one member suffer, then we all suffer. That's what the Bible is saying. So it takes all of us to survive, and it takes all of us to do the will of God. So that's my second point. Just because your gift um, may not be as important as somebody else's gift, it doesn't mean that you are not honored, and it doesn't mean that you are not important. So we all need each other, and then all of our gifts are important, and each one of them are honored. Then if you look at verse 27 through 31, you come to my third uh, point, and uh, that's my final point for today. That third point tells me that God gives the gifts, and then God assigns gifts. I want you to write that down if you're listening to this podcast, if you're able to do it. Please understand that God gifts certain things, and he assigns certain things for certain people. Let's look at this, 1 Corinthians 12, 27 through 31. Now ye are the body of Christ, and members in particular. And God hath set some in the church. Watch this, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of, of tongues. And are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. 
Again, the third point I want to bring to you, Mr. Speaker, and that is God gives and then God makes assignments. My assignment is different than yours. Your assignment is different than mine, but we are working together to make sure that this podcast goes to everyone who listens each and every week. So it takes the both of us to make a difference. That's important to me. So, so again, uh, speaker, uh, please uh, let, let our audience know we need each other. Let our audience know that even though your gift may not seem to be as important as mine, it doesn't mean that that gift is not honored. And then most importantly, I want you to understand that God gives a gift and he makes an assignment. So whatever God has for me to do, it's only for me to do. My name is on it and nobody can do it better than me. Mr. Speaker, talk to me. What do you think, sir? Oh, my goodness, Bishop. I'm just sitting here just absorbing all of this. But as you were speaking, what comes to my mind is something that I I talk about as a motivational speaker. It takes teamwork to make the dream work with regard to this mission that Christ has given us to go into the world. It takes all of us. And what really makes it plain about the diversity of gifts, you know, we're in football season. And if you look at the team, The kicker is on the sideline by himself most of the time, and all the other people are going at it. And his position is not viewed as important until they need him. And the game is down to the last, and it's all tied up and two seconds left on the clock, and he rolls out to the field. Haven't seen him all game. Jersey not dirty at all. But I'm telling you, when he kicks that ball and it goes through those uprights, all the people that have been battling all day long, They pick him up and take him off the field because he is just as important, even though he wasn't out there. But if it wasn't for that kick, if it wasn't for his leg, it would be a loss. And the thing about it, we win together and we learn together. Something we don't, you know, I always tell people, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. I don't look at losing. Sometimes you win and then sometimes you learn. This was a great lesson, Bishop. I love that analogy. I love it. I love it because if it were not for the kicker, somebody would not have won the game uh, if it were not for uh, the people on the sidelines doing what they did. You know, somebody has to practice with the team. Somebody's got to do the grunt work. Somebody has to do it. And so it all takes us to work together to make things good. I'm, I'm excited about that. And I'm also excited about the fact that God gives as he sees fit. Sometimes the gift that we want or the gift that we think we should have may not be the gift that God has for us, but whatever he has for me, whatever bit of encouragement or edification of the body that he has for me, it's very important for me to remember that I'm not in this by myself. We are in this together and thank God. Like you said, Mr. Speaker, um, the, uh, what is it? The dream, uh, what is it? Talk to me. It takes teamwork to make the dream work. To make the dream work. That is it. It takes teamwork to make the dream work. And in order for that dream to happen, we've got to come together as a team. I love it. I love it. Thank God for the word on today. Thank God for the beautiful body of Jesus Christ. Yes, indeed. Take us on home, Bishop. I just feel a a mighty prayer that we can just use what God has given us and not be concerned about everybody else, but help us to ask God to manifest our gifts and our assignment for the body of Christ. God, we thank you. We thank you for this day, and we thank you 
for the understanding of your spirit and the understanding of the gifts that you have given to each and every one of us. Father, we all have a purpose in your kingdom. We all have a say in your kingdom. And God, help us, help us to really reach and to determine what your gift for us is for the body of Christ. And Father, let us stay in our lane as we do what it is we are supposed to do. God, I can't do uh, what Pastor Edwards does. I can't do uh, what uh, uh, a Bishop uh, J. Drew Sheard might do. But Lord, what you give to me, whatever you give to me, help me to be the best Bishop Rudolph that I can be and help me to stay in my lane, to do what it is you want me to do. In the mighty, matchless name of Jesus, God, encourage those who are listening on today and give them a sense of belonging in your kingdom. We rebuke the enemy now, and we come against everything that would create a problem in the minds and in the hearts of your people. God, help us to keep the faith in the midst of trials and tribulations. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Amen, amen, everyone. I want to say thanks for listening on today to this episode. Please visit the Bishop's website at robertgrudolph.org. Once again, you've been listening to On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction.